Welcome back to another episode of the Supporting Local with Karis podcast. I'm Karis Saunders and today we're chatting to Josh from Mud Ireland. Now they create beautiful functional pottery which stands up to everyday use and their dinnerware is beautiful and they have some really exciting things coming up. And we spoke about the journey of getting the perfect recipe for their glazes, their new Irish inspiration collection and we get an exclusive scoop on a new product and of course their pizza and pottery workshops which I cannot wait to go to. All links for their stuff are in the description of the episode notes. Do go over and have a look and if you enjoy this podcast do go over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, wherever you're listening. Leave us a little rating and review and let's go chat to Josh. Mud Ireland is made up of a few different people now. It okay. originally started with me and my wife, yes. Molly. So I've been making pots for loads of years, but whenever I came to actually starting my own business, Holly actually had the idea for the name because mm-hmm. um, I always would come home from work every day and I'd be covered in clay. And she said, <laughs> Josh, you're always covered in mud. So, so I said, oh, well, do you know that? Well, that would be a great idea for the name. Yeah. We wanted something a wee bit cheeky and something a wee bit memorable too. <laughs> Mostly be me in the studio making away and stuff. And then I sort of hand it all over to Holly and Holly does all the sales. <laughs> Perfect. She's a much better salesperson than I. <laughs> so usually I make the stuff and then Holly sells it. And recently we've just took on it, our first employee as well. Amazing. Uh, Lisa Ann. So it's all going really, really well. Fantastic. So what gave you the idea to start up your own pottery business? I just always knew I wanted to be creative. I always wanted to do something with my hands, mm-hmm. um, even from when I was a young age. I always knew I wanted to be creative. So we went to our college to study art and design. Well, I did a foundation degree. Mm-hmm. And on that degree, you sort of get a chance to have a go at everything. And where I thought I was originally going to be an animator, I actually found out very quickly that I hated computers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when I went to this ceramics department, it was just a total eye-opener. You know, I loved working with the clay and how immediate it was and making something out of nothing. You know, yeah. taking a piece of clay and, and forming it into something beautiful really gave me a sense of fulfillment. And I just really connected with it. I remember when I was in university, the first thing I decided I was going to make, totally naively, I was going to make this huge sculpture of a wolf. Okay. It was like two or three foot tall, which is oh, a really geez. ambitious thing to do in ceramics. But being totally naive uh, at the time, I decided to go for it. And I remember it, on my first day, I sat down at like nine o'clock in the morning to start sculpting this wolf. And I didn't move from my chair until after midnight wow. that night when the security guard came around and tapped me on the shoulder and told me, told me I had to leave. <laughs> No, I hadn't got up to eat. I hadn't gone up to go to the bathroom. I sat literally in my chair for like 14, 15 hours. That's insane. And I knew when I went home then that night, oh, this is what I've got to do. I've got to, got to work with ceramics. So going on that sort of initial moment, I studied ceramics then in university in University of Ulster. And I, alongside that, I did an apprenticeship in Ballyduke and Pottery. There's a pottery just out the road from me. So I cleaned the dishes in our kitchen and then exchanged the training up on the potter's wheel. Amazing. Good deal. <laughs> yeah, it was, was a good deal. So you have four different collections of your absolutely stunning pottery. So how do you come up with different products, different collections? Like what's the kind of process? Like what's your inspiration? We're still really young in our business. It's only three years old now. So it's, I'm always coming up with new ideas, even still. Because today it's, it's always pushing yourself creatively. Mm-hmm. And my main drive so far has just been simply about making beautiful, functional, honest pottery. 
I suppose my designs are driven by my personal taste. Both the same as any yeah. artist, you know, I simple, colourful things. And I like to show off the fact that our pieces are handmade. Mm-hmm. So our kind of signature style is incorporated in every piece. It's those lovely spirals and what you call the throwing rings. And those are created naturally as pot spins and the clay spins. And your hands draw the clay up. It leaves those wee spirals. Okay. So our main style, those throwing rings. And those are all those marks of handmade. Pot. I'd like to accentuate our glazes typically are, are like translucent kind of so you can see the depth the relief of the pot where the glaze pulls and blows over those wee marks so a lot of it has been inspired literally just by that aesthetic and just making simple beautiful functional pots we're kind of taking a new direction now at the minute Okay. Um, and I'm experimenting with loads of new different products, all inspired by different places in Ireland. So it's the likes of the Causeway, where we're doing ones with the Wild Atlantic Way. Yeah. Sort of like a wee tone of mugs. Amazing. Uh, with wee waves and stuff. People are going mad for them. So I think that's kind of a direction that we're going to take, you know, because we have such a beautiful island here. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big part of my sort of ethos is just being simple and having a wee bit of crack. And so like we did Belfast mugs there, which are done like the Belfast uh, bricks. Mm-hmm. And we put wee Belfast slogans on them. And so we had, had uh, you know, like Millie or That's Us Now. Yeah. Or, you know, lots of wee different, <laughs> just wee cheeky Belfast sayings. I would put on them and they went really well for us there at the weekend. And that was their first starting. So Amazing. that's kind of the direction now we're taking. I'm going to have that dinnerware sort of collection that we have had up to now. And then I'm going to do these other collections, which are going to be called our Irish Inspirations. Amazing. I love that. It's honestly one of my favourite things. Obviously, you are an Irish business and the whole thing is very like handmade. And as you said, the spirals will show how you've literally made it. But the fact that you're incorporating where you live and Ireland and everything into it makes it so much more special. I love that. Yeah, it's nice. There's so many beautiful things about our our wee island, you know, and it's you, you don't have to look very far for, for some beautiful inspiration. No, absolutely. What was the very first thing that you started with then? Do you remember that far back? <laughs> yeah, so actually when I was in university, I, I was a real sculptor. Yeah. You know, I, it actually took me until I had done my apprenticeship that I actually had learned how to use the potter's wheel that I, I started really using it. So back in the day, actually, I was really into making animal sculptures. Mm-hmm. I still am the time, but that's that's more like my daytime now and the uh, the pottery is the sort of bread and butter <laughs> as far back as i can remember i've been making these mugs you know it's kind of my, my signature style and everywhere i go i, I can't stop making these mugs <laughs> there's something just perfect about the proportion of it the size and the shape that i just find really beautiful and i never get bored of making them you know, I sit and I just throw mugs, 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 <laughs> and I just love it. It's total therapy for me sitting making them. Oh, that's so sweet. It's quite funny. You know, any other shape I make, I need to weigh out the clay and I need to have a gauge set up mm-hmm. so that I know exactly what the sizes are and everything. But I've made so many of these mugs now that the measurements are in my hands. <laughs> you know, I don't need to measure anything. It's just that they know exactly how far to stretch clay, what size they should be. That's amazing. Very therapeutic for me. Yeah, it's just you're, it just goes on like autopilot in a way. Yeah, yeah, almost an autopilot. Yeah, and there's something amazing when you stand back at the end of the day. I don't know if you if you 
see on our social media sometimes I post up wee pictures of like a trolley of mugs my record for a day is I was able to make 128 mugs in the day wow. I was able to throw them that's insane um, so that was that was me going all day long like when you stand back and you see that on a trolley in front of you and you know you've made it it's such a sense of achievement yeah that's an absolutely incredible you should be so proud of yourself thank you <laughs> yeah it's nice it's a lovely skill to have a big part of it is doing that I'm really thankful for the opportunities I had to learn you know, one of the likes of going out to Bowdoogan Pottery and, and being able to learn out there and learn from some local potters. You know, I'm really thankful for that. Uh, so it's a big part of my ethos now going forward to incorporate training into my business, to teach people and to train apprentices and, and pay it forward in a way. Absolutely. So I assume you don't, on average, make over 100 mugs a day. So what would an average day look like for you then? Well, a good benchmark is probably 100 oh, would wow. be... But in saying that, that's only the first step of a four-week-long process. So a mug mug would go through my hands maybe 18 times from start to finish. And that first step just counts as one. So you have to prepare the clay, then you'll throw it on the potter's wheel, and then you have to cover it and leave it for a day, and then let it dry out a wee bit. Mm-hmm. before then the next day then you'll maybe make 100 handles and attach the handles the next day you'll clean them and you put them into the kiln maybe mm-hmm. and so it's 100 mugs a day so it's like oh flip he should be making an absolute fortune <laughs> it actually takes me maybe 17 days you know oh, all yes. in because there's all, all the different steps that they have to go through and some steps take much longer than others but that's definitely the, the most fun that bit throwing them <laughs> For your glazes then, do you come up with all your own glazes? Like, do you make all the different colours or um, is that something you hope to do in the future? Because, like, they are just absolutely beautiful. Our four signature collections are four signature glazes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I created the recipe. The recipe is actually Amazing. quite similar for all of them, but with different colours. Mm-hmm. They're all secret recipes. I can't of tell course, you don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> they were really a labour of love creating the recipes. It's kind of a mix between chemistry and, and baking. Oh, wow. You know, you know the chemical formula, but then you sort of add a little bit here and a little bit there to achieve the desired effect you want. My aquamarine recipe here, mm-hmm. uh, it took me over 400 ghosts to, wow. to get the recipe right. So 400 test mugs were made prior to getting the, getting the recipe just right. That's wild. 400. Yeah, there's an awful lot of testing goes on. You see, like an artist comes out with a finished piece. A lot of people don't see all the R's of thought and designing and redesigning that's maybe gone into making that piece. Yeah. So just on glazes then, um, going back to your new Wild Atlantic Wear collection, because it's got like the green and the blue, is that two different glazes? Is that, you know, is that awkward to kind of create or how did you go about that? Um, so I'm still sort of playing about with that a wee bit. Okay. So that's created a new base glaze for that. Okay. And that has wee little blue specks in it. And mm-hmm. um, I have a couple of different glazes and that I layer over. Okay. That sort of the lightening of the colour and then and the wee seat foam coming through, you know, so it's a bit of killing magic going yeah. on. The glazes sort of mixing together that creates that lovely effect. Because it's only a new collection, I'm still kind of working it out, but they've certainly been very popular now so far. Yeah, no, they're absolutely beautiful. And it, it's just so interesting that, say, someone could look and be like, oh, well, do you know, Josh makes mugs, but not realize that it takes like three weeks and then you make all the glazes and as you said like 400 tries to get the perfect glaze for your first one like yeah. I just love 
here in the behind the scenes because people never get to find out and I just think it's madness it's just mad yeah. how much work you put into yeah. it <laughs> well you just need to come down to our pottery someday <laughs> and you'll see or even to my house there's pots coming out of the rafters <laughs> of uh, seconds that I have that maybe haven't been quite right that never make it you know the display shelves yeah I sort of keep all the dodgy ones and then I have to sell the good ones <laughs> So for um, the future, have you ever thought about other businesses that you would love to collaborate with? So as you mentioned in like past collaborations, so kind of how do they go? And would you have like a dream business or maybe like an artist or something to help like design a specific glaze? Yeah, I have actually, I work with loads of local businesses already. We work with Craft and I up in Belfast mm-hmm. and we have Murphy and Bailey. Mm-hmm. Do you know them? They're yes. a, a doggy boutique. Yes, I've seen um, your stuff in there. It's actually, beautiful. We we'll work with Graham Crichton, pet photographer as well, making uh, bespoke pet bowls for them. Wow. Made in down in Kilkeel, we make bespoke mountain, like more mountain mugs for the wow. guys. Candle makers, all kinds with locally. Uh, and that really gets me excited, you know, doing the collaborations and making new stuff. It's getting a wee bit of playtime in, as I yeah. say. <laughs> in terms of a dream collaboration, I would love to collaborate with a restaurant. That's yeah. sort of my, my next goal. I would love like a Michelin star restaurant to come along and order some plates off us or, or design some for to go in their restaurant would be really, really nice. Yeah, that'd be the big dream. Yeah, there's a guy up in Palomina called Paul Darwinthal and he's a putter. Okay. He runs a wee restaurant and he's just started doing a lovely event. That I think it's the last Thursday of every month. He calls it Forage. And for it, he makes a lot of his own pottery mm-hmm. for the restaurant. He's a potter and a chef. So he makes a lot of pottery for his own re- restaurant. But he's started, started now to collaborate with other potters and order, you know, some of their things in and use them in, in the restaurant as well. So sort of have that lined up on the horizon. That's amazing. At uh, some point we're going to be putting stuff in there. That is so, so exciting. Yeah, it's such yeah, a lovely thing. Now, kind of when you go into restaurants and you can see that their plates are just a wee bit different and you know, it's not like the bog standard white plates everywhere. Like they're different colours, different shapes. And I'm like, I love it. Like they all yeah. look like local and it's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. It's a special experience. You can eating your dinner off a handmade dinner plate or drinking your coffee out of a handmade cup. People don't appreciate that until they, they actually do it. And then mm-hmm. suddenly they know, oh, wow. <laughs> this is a totally different experience. And once you go to a handmade coffee cup, you never go back. <laughs> so apart from hopefully getting into a restaurant, do you have any other exciting things coming soon that you can give us a little teaser for? Ooh. Uh, so we have lots of lots of different things going with our wee Irish inspirations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have our we have our Belfast Red, inspired by the Belfast bricks. We have the Wild Atlantic yeah. mugs. You're the first you get the the exclusive. We're going to be doing some Causeway mugs inspired Amazing. by the Gents Causeway. Oh, so beautiful. lots of research and development to go on beforehand. Yes, I'm sure. So it could be a few months off yet. If you keep an eye on our social media, on our stories, you'll get wee sneak peeks. Amazing. Have you any idea how you're going to do it? Do you know, are you going to get the kind of hexagons design in or are you still thinking it all through? Still thinking it all through. I'm starting off with the clay. And mm-hmm. um, so I'm doing testing lots of different clays at the moment to see how I can get that kind of stony, speckly, you know, the basalt call. Yeah. To start get the clay look like one of those, first of all. And Amazing. then I'll go on to the shape and the glaze and, and how we can pimp it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so exciting. I can't wait to see them. I'll literally be creeping on the stories to try and get a sneak peek. <laughs> and it'll be good. I'm really excited, actually. It's an exciting time in the business. 
uh, working on all on all these new things. No, absolutely, and it'd be so cool to know once they're all finalised if like, you were stalked at the Giants Causeway in their visitor centre and things like that. Yeah, oh, you're on it. That's sort of the, that's a goal. <laughs> yeah. I know it must be so cool to kind of collaborate with, say, something as big as like the Jan's Cosplay, and then be like, "I've made this beautiful product. Do you want to buy it off me and sell it?" <laughs> yeah, it's amazing the amount of local businesses they want to support local artists. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to be able to put handmade cups in their restaurants, or you know, sell them in their shop, or you know, they're they're dying to get stuff in. Just a capacity thing for us. How many collaborations can we do? possible? <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Do you have any idea in the future, like where you'd like to be? Do you think five years time? What's the big dream for Mud Ireland? Uh, five years time, I suppose I would like to have our own premises. We're currently working in the Millennium Court in Portadown. Mm-hmm. And so it's, a, it's an old art centre. And we were so, so lucky to get in here because it actually has a big art room that, we're, that I'm currently in. Amazing. And just next door, it has a kiln room. Perfect. <laughs> so there's not many premises you can rent that have a reinstalled kiln and everything yes. ready to go. <laughs> so it's pretty ideal. But I would love to have our, our own premises eventually someday you know that maybe has a wee cafe in it that people can come and I had this vision of having a shop slash cafe mm-hmm. and a story in the building but just down the middle of the building there's just a big wall of glass that people can see through so they can sit in the cafe and they yes. can see through and watch it at work and just sit and relax and enjoy watching it and uh, you can give them a wee wave through the, <laughs> the pottery but you have to keep the dust all in one second. Yes. <laughs> so I would love that. Sounds amazing. Do you think if you had that, you would do workshops just so people can say if they come for lunch and then they can have a go at making their own mug and things like that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I haven't thought. We, we do loads of workshops. Oh, perfect. So every Friday and Saturday already, we oh, wow. do lessons from one o'clock in the afternoon through to 10 o'clock at night. Wow. They're wall to wall. That's amazing. really busy. So we do private lessons, we do paint me glaze me where people can come in and, and paint their own pot. Mm-hmm. And our most popular ones we do, we do pizza and pottery mix. Perfect. Sold. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. You don't need to say much more than that, really. <laughs> um, so people come in and it's a group class. So we have five wheels and people come in and it is such a laugh. It's a bit chaotic at times. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Which you would expect with five beginners. We'll have a, a real laugh making some pots. And then after our potter class, then there's a delicious pizzeria just next door to us. So we get them to drop us up some pizzas and people can bring a wee bottle of wine if they like with them. And, you know, they're brilliant. Oh, that is absolutely amazing. So the, the workshops are really, really good. Yeah, so we do the the private lessons and the pizza pottery nights and everything. So they are good fun. And you can, if any of your listeners fancy having a go, uh, they can book them all online on our website. Perfect. Well, I know I will definitely be booking in, dragging my boyfriends along. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. It's a good day at night. It really is. Yeah, like I've decided whenever we get a house, I really want all our um, mugs and stuff to be, if possible, like handcrafted or maybe just hand painted to make it a wee bit easier. So I'm like, we need to get a collection going. <laughs> yeah. Do we lists and all? So say you were doing a, you're doing a house warming or you're <gasps> getting married sometime Amazing. maybe. You can do a wee list. You can have people order stuff on your behalf. And then that's you can, incredible. that's a good way to start your collection. Perfect. The, the other way to do it is just buy bits, you know. Yeah. Get a mug, one day, a bowl, another day. <laughs> just to finish up then, do you have a favourite local business? 
Oh, favorite local business. I suppose one of the the best things in Northern Ireland for craftspeople that I really like is Craft and I. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard of it before. I've heard of it, but like, do you know, do you explain a wee bit more about them? Craft and I are a charity, and they have like a shop down in Belfast, I just across from the university. Mm-hmm. Actually, and they have a, a lovely gallery in there where they do craft exhibitions and they sell different craft potters work. They sell basket makers, glass blowers, you know, mm-hmm. they sell loads of different crafts in the shop. The best thing about Craft and I is that they almost work almost like the Arts Council in that they're always coming up with workshops that help local businesses learn how to do social media how to take photos of their crafts, oh, you know, perfect. specific things like photographing ceramics, signposting to funding, you know, all these kinds of things. So that's one of the, the best businesses. Well, it's not even a business, but it's a charity, I suppose. Yeah. But in Northern Ireland, that it is really amazing for local craftspeople. That is perfect. I will definitely go over and have a little nosies. I would be amiss as well if I didn't mention Belfast Potter's Market. Yes. Which is our little baby. Me and Holly come up with this market last year. We always travel around Ireland doing different mm-hmm. pottery markets, but we didn't have anything like that in the north. So now twice annually, we run Belfast Potter's Market. And it's a market for all the all the local potters. There's 25 of us. Each time gather together and we all have a laugh and we all sell our work. Perfect. Um, so the last one's just finished. I think you were there on Sunday. Yes, you? I was. See us, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was really awesome. We got lovely weather and lots of happy smiley potters and lots of seals. Yes, (laughs) perfect. So the next one of those will run in Christmas time. Perfect. So it's a brilliant opportunity to go and stock up on loads of creative pottery for gifts. Yes, absolutely. I always get so carried away with pottery and we'll just try and buy everything. My boyfriend has to be like, Please calm down. We don't have a house yet, you know, for you to put all of this in. So I have to be so restrained. (laughs) Well, the good thing about pottery is it's a piece of art that you can use. Very true. (laughs) So instead of just sitting on the wall, you can look at it, but you can can use it too. So definitely if you're looking for gifts, pottery is hard to beat. No, absolutely. Well, Josh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It was so, so lovely to chat to you. Yeah, it's been really lovely to chat to you. Thanks. Put a smile on my face. It's <laughs> I'm so glad. Isn't Josh is so lovely? I honestly cannot wait to get booked in to one of their pizza and pottery classes. I'm so, so excited. Their stuff is beautiful and I can guarantee whenever we get a house or get married, whatever comes first, we will be having a list. I do go over, have a little look at Get Booked In for their workshops. All links are in the description and in the episode notes as usual. And if you enjoyed this podcast, and I really hope you do, do go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening and leave us a little rating and review. And I'll see you next week with a brand new episode.